Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, cars are expensive because they're too good. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. According to Kelly Blue Book, the average transaction price of a non-luxury new car in America at the end of last year was $44,584. Now, that number shocked me, and not just because I'm cheap and I buy used cars, but mainly because of the implications for the industry in general. Forty-four grand is a lot of money for an ordinary car, but the light truck and SUV segment is seeing prices out the door of $70,000 and up for machines that are far from luxury vehicles. So did everyone win the lottery? Well, obviously not, but consider this. In 1926, if you were in the market for a family car, you might have bought a Model T Ford for about $500. If you worked in manufacturing, you earned about $1,500 annually. Today, according to ZipRecruiter.com, the average annual income of that manufacturing worker is $31,000. So an equivalent auto today should cost around $10,000 and go out the door for something like twelve grand. Now, today's vehicles are roughly three to four times more expensive compared to cars from the beginning of the mass production era adjusted for inflation. Why? They certainly are better than the wooden-bodied, cold, slow, and uncomfortable machines of the past, but technologies advanced greatly in those years. Where is that $10,000 car? We all know that it can be built, and it can be built profitably, but the U.S. market has firmly rejected cheap, simple automobiles. The Honda Fit, Chevrolet Spark, Ford Festiva, Hyundai Accent, and other entry-level vehicles gone or about to be discontinued. Why? Lack of demand. But why would there be lack of demand for reasonably priced cars? When I talk to people I know in the industry, the general consensus is that auto manufacturers have simply done too good a job building modern vehicles. When I started driving, 100,000 miles was generally accepted as the life expectancy of a car. And as a teenager, I bought a five-year-old Pontiac with 90,000 miles on the clock for 600 bucks. And as expected, it needed an engine and transmission work before it hit 100,000. Today, 200,000 miles is common and more. This means that a $50,000 vehicle financed over seven years at about $650 a month might have over half its useful life ahead of it at the end of the financing. So consumers go big, and then they drive home in style. Now, the economics of it are insane, if you ask me, but that's the world we live in. The cars last, and as a result, people spend crazy amounts of money to buy them. Now, I drove to the studio today in a Honda Element with just over 200,000 miles on it. It doesn't burn or leak oil. It has good compression. All the accessories work. It rides and handles well. Now, I think that's remarkable. I almost wish something would break so I could take it apart. Almost. Well, that's it for this week's episode of End of the Line. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.